0: Today brought to you by Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate. Give me a call at 845 430 8415. I'll help you buy, I'll help you sell. I'll just talk to you about the market. Or we can talk baseball if you have questions about our podcast. Hunter Stokely is our topic here today as Pat James joins me here for our player Profile series. And Hunter Pat is a guy that we had on. Um, we've talked about the lineage, um, talked about the love for Carolina. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, a fan favorite, because whenever you're able to have that, be able to look back and, and say, oh, he had somebody that played at Carolina, you just automatically are drawn to them. But we're at a point here where we're getting later in our player profile series and same kind of with Will Stewart, who we just talked about in our previous episode, finding somewhere for Hunter to fit into the lineup. Yeah, he's going to bring some power, but where is he going to get those opportunities? Where do you see that happening?
1: Yeah, I think that obviously is the biggest question. I mean, so far this offseason, you've seen him work mostly at first base. A little bit there in right field as well. I think those are the two spots defensively where you're most likely to see him. I think, you know, compared to some of these other guys who we've talked about, the defense is lagging behind maybe a little bit more. I mean, we're again, we're talking about, you know, and Hunter's a big guy, you know, six foot three, two 240 pounds. So the range in both those areas might be a little bit limited. But you see a lot of effort out of him when he's out there. I mean, I think one play in particular from last year I remember is he was playing first base in the NC State series and had a ball, you know, hit to his right. He kind of backhanded and kind of you know used some soft feet uh, to make the play over there at first base. Uh, I thought that was pretty impressive. But it is definitely a bat first profile, and you know I think his most likely role will be you know whether it be first base where he definitely could get some time. Or, you know, again, a DH or pinch hitter sort of situation.
0: Because, you know, as we saw, I mean, the bat, there is some big time power there. Yeah, he was one of the guys last year that had one of the longest home runs. I don't think it ended up being the longest. I think Centracchio had that honor. But Stokely sent one over towards Karen Shelton Stadium. And everybody that was up there watching the game had to do the duck and cover. Watch out for your, your head there.
1: Yeah, 439 feet is what UNC's analytics team tracked that one at. And, you know, as you said, I think Centracchio ended up hitting one that was a bit longer. But at the time, that was the second longest home run by a Tar Heel that UNC's analytics team had tracked uh, going back to 2015. I mean, so we're talking about some guys who come through here, obviously, in that time span who could really get a hold of the ball. Uh, and that was his first career home run, too, which I think is pretty funny to think about. Uh, Homered twice in that NC State series. That's you tone. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Homered twice in that NC State series. You know, another guy who, you know, you saw that power also translate to the summer. Another guy who played in the Coastal Plain League, slash 267, 388, 407 with three homers and three doubles in 24 games with Ashboro Copperheads. And one of the balls that he hit this summer had an exit velo of 116 miles per hour, which somehow was the fourth hardest hit ball of the summer in the Coastal Plain League. But still, it just kind of speaks to just, you know, I mean, we're talking about a guy, again, six foot three,
0: 240 pounds. I mean, when he gets a hold of it, it goes. 116 off the bat is something that you only see maybe 20, 25 times during a major league season. That's incredible. So I, I do agree with you that I think the spot will see him get those opportunities. And he's a young player. So you get those opportunities, you take advantage of them, and that's how you create more playing time, is most likely going to be in the DH role or pinch hitting. But we have talked about it a little bit with the versatility of some of the guys, especially on the infield. I can absolutely see some games or some scenarios where If Johnny Castagnazzi is moved over to second base and Patrick Alvarez is either moved to the outfield or however that shakes out, that Hunter Stokely could be the guy who slides into that first base out defensively. So now you're in the lineup one through nine. Um, I don't know how often they'll do that, but it's some way that I absolutely can see him getting some opportunities and trying to make an impact for this team though.
1: I think one of the fun things just about Stokely is, you know, he is kind of one of those kind of, you know, goofy kind of funny guys who, you know, everybody kind of seems to really just enjoyed their being around. I think that's obviously super valuable. And I think, you know, something else that I've seen from him a little bit is, you know, if he ever does have a bad day, you do see him for the most part kind of bounce back from it. You know, he moves on pretty well from it. And one instance that really sticks out to me from this preseason is he had an 0 for 4 effort on a Friday, came back on the Saturday, ended up going two for three with the double. Um, I think he also put down a bunt, a uh, sacrifice bunt that earned him another at bat during that game. Uh, so I, I think that's one of the things that really sticks out to me as well.
0: You know, I think that we talk a lot pretty much primarily about on the field stuff, how guys are going to help or affect the team. But having somebody in that dugout, in that locker room who can bring that positive vibe, that positive energy to the field every day, regardless of how their day has gone or or anything like that, that is huge for the culture of a team. And it makes me think of an instance with Kyle Dattris, who wore many hats, especially his last year. But one of them was he had a horrible day at Louisville. We were on the road, final game. Uh, They had lost the first two, looking to avoid the sweep. Absolutely horrible game. I think he struck out four times. Carolina ended up winning. And we get to the airport and we were delayed and they're playing some goofy game over there. And the loudest, happiest, jovial guy is Kyle Dattris. And Coach Forbes looks at me and he said, there's not a single time that that guy gets down. As long as the team wins, he's happy. And I feel like that's kind of the role that Hunter Stokely has. Although he may not be as prominent of a player on the field, it doesn't always have to be that way. He's the guy in the dugout that's going to help to keep everybody up, keep the heads up and keep the positive vibes going. Let's go ahead and wrap up Hunter Stokely and the number to know on the Tar Heels second year player. Number to know
1: for Hunter Stokely is nine. You know, Stokely, he struck out nine total times in 27 plate appearances last season. So a third of the time that he went up there, you know, small sample size. And he was, you know, as we've kind of been saying with all these freshmen, just another one of those guys who, you know, coming off a pretty much non existent senior high school season, as well as, you know, adjusting to college pitching. I mean, it's not too surprising that number that was high. Uh, but at the same time, you know, you've kind of seen some swing and miss tendencies from him a little bit just over the course of the offseason as well. And if you can find a way to kind of minimize those a little bit more, then, I mean, I think you know, you really could see his playing time increase just over the course of the season.
0: That is our player profile series here for Hunter Stokely on Bosch. Thanks for Pat James. I'm Kyle Straub. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next time.